Welcome back to the Big Red Hunters podcast. We want to start by saying thank you so much, listeners, for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. We also want to say thank you to our sponsors who provide so much support for us. If you manage to kill that dream whitetail buck or maybe that bull sprig, check out Whitetail Classics Taxidermy, owned by Jody Schultz out of Louisville, Nebraska. Basically can put together whatever you can dream up. So check them out at whitetailclassicstaxidermy.com or his Facebook and if you want to talk to him today or book something, call him at 402-630-0031. Next up is Spores Wet Basement Solutions. Their services include water damage and crack repairs, landscaping, concrete driveways, grading, and more. Their recommendations provide solutions that are a long-term and not temporary fix. They do it right the first time. If you want additional information, you can check out spores.com or contact them at 402-476-8588. If you're like me and like to drive your wife nuts every season with a new duck or goose, call right, baby. Yep. Pretty much. Call, uh, check out B. Hoover Custom Calls. Brent Hoover out of North Pot, Nebraska is one of the best that comes around. He actually uh, got second at Best of Show at NWTF Nationals. Awesome guy. Personal friend of the family. Actually helped my dad harvest his bull elk. He specializes in wood, duck, and goose calls, turkey pots, dog whistles, and shotgun shell teal whistles. Awesome guy. Check him out at behoovercustomcalls.com. If your vehicle gets disgusting like my husband does during hunting season, meep, meep. <laughs> check out Dirty Devil Detailing. They do interior and exterior detailing as well as headlight restoration and more. They also are certified in glass parency and take anything from vehicles, boats, jet skis, ATVs, and motorcycles. The devil is truly in the detailing. They're located in Omaha, Nebraska, and if you want additional information, check them out on dirtydevildetailing.com. If you're like me and have taken a few L's here this early season and pretty much (laughs) (laughs) if you're like me and taking some L's and you really want that perfect hunt with the buddies and just get out there and enjoy what's going on and have to worry about anything, check out the other guys outfitters. They do an incredible job of, uh, dry field duck and goose hunts you can check out their pile picks on facebook and if you're wanting to book a hunt today call Krager at 308-637-7777 if you're needing some professional photography done check out my business faithful images our mission is to faithfully capture images of god's creation in time that will one day serve as a memory we do anything from infants couples families seniors weddings announcements and more check it out at faithfulimages.org or on instagram and facebook if you're ever sitting there during covid and thought to yourself i really need to get on that dream hunt i don't know (laughs) what what's going to happen in life but i need to get in that dream hunt check out chaku peru he does hunts in u.s south america and europe if you've seen some of his pics or videos if you haven't jump on his facebook or instagram has some incredible hunts and does some incredible things. Uh, check him out at chakuperu.com for more details. Our last sponsor is Redbeard's Custom Calls. They specialize in acrylic duck and goose calls. Andrew made me one of the, a one-of-a-kind marble white and hot pink dunk call. It sounds incredible. It looks amazing. If you want more information, check it out on Facebook. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for the support, and let's go ahead and jump in the podcast.
Welcome back to the Bigger Hunters podcast. Today it's Hunter and Jeremy. How are we doing, Jeremy? Dude, I'm tired. Daylight savings time is kicking my butt. It's so weird. I usually don't have problems with it, but like, <laughs> I'm just, I didn't even have a hard day at work. I I don't know why. I feel like the last couple of days just kind of zapped me. I don't know. For whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah. It's just been stressful work, but uh, that's, uh, yeah. Oh, well. It yeah. is what it is. Is what it is. I don't know. It's just I think it's I think it's more stress put on myself because I'm we're going on you know going to Mexico next week and mm-hmm. I think that I'm so focused on trying to get everything done for get ahead of next week that it's I put more stress on myself. Yeah. And then the other part of my stress and I shouldn't say stress or pressure, but it's weighing on me seeing all these northwest winds or north winds coming yep. in so then mm-hmm. it's like i'm trying to get all my stuff done and then i got those pheasant hunts thursday and friday with a client and then i want to try to get out saturday and i'm like thinking man i really want to get out saturday but it, it look it's starting to it, it's looking like it's going to be a solo hunt because really? I, well brad's gone brad's gone you're gone mm-hmm. drake said unless you have something good i'm gonna deer hunt which obviously I have no idea. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's shaping up to, I don't know. I, I have, I, I can't get up to like scout because I'll probably be hunting, depending on if we like limit out real quick, I guess. But, yeah. you know, if we don't limit out, I won't be able to scout. And so it's like, I don't know. So it might just be a throw together. Well, it might be just be a throw together solo hunt. I'm for sure going to hunt Thursday morning. Yeah. Um, and I'll obviously be able to give you at least a little bit of a report. I'm I'm really tempted. I keep saying, like, I keep seeing both sides of it. I want to hunt Friday morning, too, but I also got to get on the road to deer camp. Well, you might as well just stay Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't hunting Saturday morning. I will the be question, hunting Saturday morning. Question, just be deer hunting. If you hunt Thursday morning, do pretty well. Friday morning, limit out. What weigh on you? Will it weigh on your heart? That I won't be duck hunting? Yeah. Listen to your heart. Well, <laughs> sen- since <laughs> since part of the reason that I am a little tired is last night I was up pulling a brad and I was just calculating where I'm going to sit for deer season and where everybody else is going to sit. <laughs> the brad. Yeah. <laughs> Me and him were talking about that on Sunday about how we just sit and do that. We'll just like be sitting there and people will be like, y'all right? And I was like, no, I just think about where I'm gonna hunt. <laughs> but I was up, I was up looking at maps last night, so I'm pretty pumped for my deer hunt. So I don't know, yeah, I don't know that it'll weigh on me too much. This being said, when I go on this trip, I always take like a dozen and a half decoys and my waders and my shotgun. Yeah, because like I'm not too far from some of my favorite, you know, spots on the other side of the state. Yeah. Um, so like if I get a deer on Saturday in particular, especially if I get, you know, a buck pretty early in the trip, I might, we're going to be there till Tuesday. So yeah. I, I might go duck hunt. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to duck hunt. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I, I talked to Jared too and he, I think he's going deer hunting. I was like, ah, <laughs> you want me to go tomorrow? I'm like, dude, I got a lot of work. I got to get done. I can't get away from work. So Shay work. Uh, she probably wouldn't. I, I think she's pretty stacked this week because she has to work for. She doesn't. 
because she's a new nurse, she doesn't have a lot of, I don't know what they call it, PTB or something. PTO. Bas- basically, you got to, like, work so many hours to get PTO. Mm-hmm. And obviously, she's only been a nurse for, like, two months. So, yeah. she doesn't, like, she doesn't have it. So, then she's basically got to work, like, two weeks worth of work into one week. Yeah. Uh. Which hey, paycheck would be great. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I'm I'm just looking forward to Mexico. I, but I'll be receiving texts. Hopefully they're not deer because I don't. You know, I think you'll get a mixture or of, like ducks would be great. I think you'll get a mixture, a little bit of everything. I'm just kidding. I would love to see deer pictures, but as long as they're massive, only an eight by eight and bigger. Only an eight by eight, dude. If I shoot an eight by eight, it's going everywhere. I'll freak yeah. out. Hey, pile picks do work. Apparently. <laughs> we won't get into uh, that. We I should. feel like that's a good topic. I was going to say, we should talk about the, I don't even know what the right word is it, word for it is. Just uh, the way Instagram works at this point. How diluted creativity is now. That is a perfect way to put it. Yep. That is a fantastic way. I, like, I actually don't know that I could say it much better. Nope. It weighs on my heart. Oh, it bothers me so much, especially like, you know, you made that. We're just, here we go. <laughs> you you made that comment about having this nice camera, and I took the time and spent some money and bought a nice camera this uh, summer, yep. early fall. And, like, I've taken, you know, for what it, you know, with the lenses I have, because I haven't had the money to buy nice, nice lenses, I, uh, I've taken some decent pictures. Yep. And I'm taking my uncle is a professional photographer. He runs Sony as well. I'm taking his like three thousand dollar two hundred to six hundred uh, lens. Oh, nice! I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take pictures while I'm out there. I've always like I really want to buy one of those lenses and try to go out in the spring and take photos because I know a lot of places they like to stack up during the spring. Mm-hmm. So yep. I've always wanted to go out there and do that. Yeah, and there's where we're hunting. It's a little bit of a refuge. There's always ducks. Um, I watch them fly over me every single morning, so I'm going to get some waterfowl pictures, too. Well. But watch it because, you know, it's uh, a good quality picture. It won't do anything for me. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Uh, That's that's another topic sense. But uh, listeners, today we're going to be talking about uh, our October and just kind of going through what our our October was like, and uh, we're just kind of getting give a little background on what happened and then just kind of share some of our experiences because we obviously had a lot of fun and had a lot of experiences. Um, I guess we'll probably jump right in. Um, I think the first we'll probably talk about is our opening days and then kind of opening weekends and we'll kind of run from there. Uh, starting from mine. <laughs> uh, uh, so we, we hunted a private spot. I am. I. How do I say this? I. I do not like openers. I. I. I almost. I have disdain for openers, because is it like Christmas? Absolutely. Is it exciting? Yes. But the problem is it. It's exciting for everyone. So there's a bunch of people that hunt like maybe once or twice a year, mm-hmm. with Nebraska because it opens up early and people can't get into South Dakota. They come here, so then you not only get you get loaded with the one one to two hunter or one to two times a year hunters, you get loaded with out of state hunters, 
and everyone just seems to want to act stupid. Mm-hmm. So in that case, I just try to, I, I don't even care if I kill as many birds. I care more about the experience and enjoying it. So I will go to a private spot that may only shoot a few birds. Now, back up a little <laughs> bit. The private spot that we, we hunted that morning, I have never less, I never shot less than like six birds there. Yeah. So it's not that it's not a, an efficient spot. It's a, it's a good spot with a lot of birds. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, and we talked about this a lot, but on dry years, I don't know what it is. Just ducks don't use that flyway. They just don't go on that side or on that side. Like there's a highway that kind of runs north, south. And for whatever reason, like on dry years, birds like to be farther west and they don't like to be farther east. There's just like a break there. They just won't use yeah, there, anymore. There's a divide. You got a, you got the, you know, the Missouri and then a lot of reservoirs on, like east of said divide. And then yeah. you've got the main portion of the basin. Yeah. Um, the further west you go, and something I, something about that spot, it just doesn't ever seem to produce birds. Yep. Because there's like a handful of marshes in that area that I check year after year. Yep. One in particular that I have, I had those wet years we had, we killed a lot of birds on. Yep. And since it's dried out, I haven't seen, it's just they put water in it every year, but when it's a dry year. There's just nothing there. Nope. It just doesn't seem to produce. I don't I don't know why. I it's a weird deal, but it just you let it be what it is. But we went there, we sat down, we sat there longer, <laughs> we continue to sit there. We legit had one duck just skedaddle on by about fifty yards. And we continued to sit there and we saw a couple pigeons. They just couldn't help but shoot the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. Like opening morning, like me and Hunter were texting back and forth because I was hunting public land with you know my group of guys, and he asked me how we were doing. I gave him a little update, and then I was like, "How are you doing?" He's like, "Nothing at the moment." And then like half an hour later, he's <laughs> like, "We shot two pigeons." <laughs> <laughs> So it's really working out for me. <laughs> really efficient. Super efficient. Uh, I don't know. We had we still joked around. We had a good time. I just like I said, there's just the dry years. I just don't think they go that way. And I think we figured that out pretty quick. And so we just I don't what did I don't even remember what I did on Sunday, but yeah, I can't remember. So um, back to you. What'd you do for opening day? Well, uh, you know, I hunted public with my group of guys, and in Hunter's defense a little bit, really, honestly, our opener was about the weakest opener I've had in probably, I don't know, five or six years. Yeah. There really wasn't that many birds. We got to about mid-September, and it got super warm again on us, and that first week of, first week and a half, October, really wasn't that great. Um, yep. So there really wasn't many birds around. Uh, I found a decent public spot, hopped in there. Um, did have some people that kind of screwed us up a little bit. Not like anything too crazy. I think I talked about it a little bit on that podcast with Jordan. Yeah. Um, but uh, they they just they got us off of where we were. They came in like 
without saying anything to anyone and that bothered me a little bit but we actually ended up still doing better than they did and they sat closer to where I wanted to sit than where we sat. I think we shot eight teal mixture of green wing and blue wings about 50-50 on it I think and then I shot a widgeon and then I shot my second ever spec which that was awesome. I really enjoyed that and I if you guys haven't uh, watched the video from opening weekend for those of you who do thank you appreciate you i'm fish 365 make sure to subscribe but <laughs> subscribe to me first oh yeah um i slept that thing <laughs> <laughs> they came over us at like 35 40 yards and like we hardly ever see specs yeah and they were right there and i literally like i i just kind of not yelled down the blind but i just kind of was like they're a little high. Should we try them? And I just hear Mike at the other other end of the blind. Yep. And I was like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I was the only one that got one, though. Whole lot of missers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that was my first weekend. I'm trying to think about my second weekend. Is that the weekend I went elk hunting? You, you went elk hunting in September. Was it September? Because that was the weekend I went hunting. Oh, elk yeah. hunting. See, oh yeah, yeah. I'm I didn't even. Around. I didn't even go Sunday of opener. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, me and my dad were gonna go local, but we ended up sleeping in because we had a busy, busy, busy week, and then we were leaving town for elk camp. Gotcha. So, yeah, I didn't. Uh, honestly, up until I got back from elk camp, I didn't do a whole lot of duck hunting. You did. More while I was gone, elk hunting. You and you and Brad hunted the basin a little bit, if I remember right. Yeah, we went down and we hunted. We hunted one day, and we did pretty well. I think we shot six, and they were all big ducks. Um, shot a, and some of it was too. We could have shot more, but it was more based out of at that point. My focus was, and I talked on the podcast. It's like my focus at the time was trying to break Nolif this whole breaking deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because it's obviously it's it's a safety safety mm-hmm. issue, a safety hazard, and it's something that I feel I feel very strong about when it comes to other people's dogs. So if it's if I feel that strong about somebody else, I hold myself yeah to account of the same. If, if you're gonna get mad at someone else or show irritation, you got to be able to hold your own on that yep. same conversation. Absolutely, and so in that situation, I hold myself to a higher or a high standard, and it was like. No, I gotta, I gotta get this fixed. Yeah, and so hopefully, did he mess up the camera? No, it looks good. Okay, but I do. Be, it, I for do. the listeners, this is the first time I'm trying to film our podcast, and I have no idea how it's going. But I guess we'll figure out once we're done. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't start well because I don't know the GoPro is being finicky, and I don't even know the camera does a full hour. But honestly, we'll figure it out when we get yeah. done with this. But um, we did pretty well. I mean, there was a pretty good amount of birds around and just, I only found them in really like two marshes. And so went and hunted and, uh, focused on Nala. We got a one, one really cool pack of pintails come in. I shot one, Brad, I think missed all three shells. So good yeah. job, Brad. 
He's going to give me so much crap after this. <laughs> yeah, he, He'll probably just text me after he, this podcast comes out and he's like, scoreboard. <laughs> I guarantee it. But um, after that, there was some like green wings. I don't know. We just weren't, we weren't in a bad spot that we just weren't on the X necessarily. Yeah. Um, we shot a few widgeon and honestly, like we had a pretty phenomenal day in all aspects for me. Yeah. I just shot the pintail and I mostly put my gun down after that, but honestly, I had, Wait, 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 wait. Did I hear that right? What? Hunter Dial shot a pintail? Ugh. Unfor- pintail. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, I shot a pintail. It should have been a gadwall or a mallard or any other duck. I would have been glad about, unfortunately. Uh, so that was really that weekend. There wasn't really, really any, any other hunts that I guess I would get too excited about. Because I think... I don't know where else we hunted. I guess, well, we, so going back to that, that same weekend, um, Brad and I found a lease pond and went and leased it out. I don't know how well it's going to work out. I mean, we shot some green wings on it last well, a couple weeks, weekends ago. and But I don't know. There just hasn't been, that's that spot out there is, it's hard to explain, but for anybody in Nebraska, I guess whatever, I'll try to explain myself. Eastern Nebraska is kind of odd. Um, it's a lot different than the type and the variety of ducks, uh, the different type of habitat. Now, if you take that and then you take a different habitat, like a farm pond or like Western Nebraska with the Platte River or like uh, like maybe a reservoir, what you get out in like farm ponds and a lot of like river spots is you'll get some blue wings. But mostly you get green wings and mallards. Mm-hmm. You do get some mat or some gadwall mix in. But those are like your three main like species of ducks you see in those situations. So we've had a lot of decent or decent amount of green wings on there. We haven't really had much for mallards on there. He did. Brad did get a picture of a pintail, so he can just leave. I'd rather have somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think it's going to be more of a mallard spot. That but the mallards aren't here yet, so. I don't, I don't know how it's going to work out. I really don't. Yeah. But the other part is, I, at this rate, the ducks are so slow to get here. I don't know if it... Hopefully, they get here before it freezes up. That would suck. But yeah. I don't know. I think we should be fine. We just really need some snow up north. It just needs yeah. to get ravaged. That's a big thing. If we don't get snow up there, they'll just sit on the rivers. Yep. And they'll just eat corn all year. Yep, those damn... Heated corn palms. <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, so that was that was that weekend. Yeah. You no. want to talk about your elk or you want to wait for that other podcast? You're welcome to if you want. Uh, I mean, I feel like we, because we keep talking about getting your dad on for an elk podcast. Yep. And I feel like with how my trip went, we could probably make it into just one part. I think so. But uh, yeah. So you went on elk hunt. We're gonna we're gonna pass that up. And we're just gonna yeah. whiz on by. So third weekend, third weekend in October. Actually, no. So the last day of my elk hunt, Hunter's blowing my phone up <laughs> because he, one, he's like, "When are you coming back to town?" Because actually, I think that that Thursday was the day that you guys shot those widgeon and that pintail. Yeah. But I just couldn't quite make it back to. I made it back to town in time to go hunting, but only if I had like stayed up yeah. and gone hunting. <laughs> yeah. But so then we went that Friday, went yep. the next day. 
and it was not a lights out hunt. We just went to a local spot that, you know, I just know near the end of October starts to produce birds. Um, I personally, this spot is one of the places that like, you know, got me into duck hunting and I was just like, we're going to go there. We had been invited to go out West to hunt with the absolute unit <laughs> of Jared Meps. That man, oh, what Brad, a unit. Brad, Brad texts me. He's like, I think you guys have a crush. And I was like, dude, I absolutely do. Dude, but. I, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally like it was like Friday, Friday night or something like that. Even like he showed up and we were all talking and I was like, I knew that this was going to be a guy that I could duck hunt <laughs> with any time. And I think Saturday when he drove back to town to get more decoys for Sunday's hunt, which yeah. obviously, I mean, we were getting there. But I think at one point I was like, that dude is a unit. <laughs> I dig it. Like, he's, he's a good guy. But anyways, we got invited to go out west. So we did a short little hunt instead of, like, going out into the basin and just tiring ourselves out before we had to drive out to the other side of the state. Yeah. And we did not kill a crazy amount of birds, but everything that happened on that hunt was perfect. I mean, we started the morning. Hunter had his, he was, he was doing his business in the woods. Amen. And, uh, I dropped a widgeon that just came into the decoys. Nature's calling. Nature's calling. (laughs) Hunter was happy because Nala didn't break. Yes, man. She did awesome. Uh, made an awesome retrieve. And then, like, to cap off the hunt, I mean, we only shot three birds, but the two birds, the two of the three birds that we shot were two wood duck drakes. And neither me or my dad have ever shot a wood duck drake. And they worked and worked and worked. I think I think they went around those islands, like, I don't even know how many times, like 12 times. I don't know. They just couldn't they, decide. They couldn't decide what to do. There were some other guys hunting on the other side. I think they liked that spot over there better because that's where they've been roosting in. But I think their calling was so bad that they just like would not. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but eventually they came over and dropped in our decoys and both me and my dad. Well, we kind of all three shot them. It, but... Either way, I got one to put on the wall. Yeah. It's going to be back video. I think I'm going to put it there. Yeah. I think that's a good spot. I don't know. Maybe there. I don't know. I haven't decided. It kind of depends on what mountain you end up doing. Well, it depends on January because I do like that spot for a speckle belly. If it's there, then maybe I'll put the wood duck here or maybe over there. I haven't decided. But either way, I need to put some mounts in here. I think it would be really cool if you... For people on the video, if you can see right there, if you had, like, cupped mounts right on that, you put, like, two or three across it. Get what I'm saying? Mm. I think that, like, that's well, something I would do. the hard part is that that, uh, that wing got broken. Yeah. So I'm probably going to have it just, like, standing. Yeah. Standing Which on, like, a piece of log or put something. Put it in the middle of the table. That's a good idea, too. Uh, if, if I was going to do a standing mount, that's what I would do with it, as I would get it for something that could be a centerpiece for the table. That'd be a good idea. But then beer might get poured on it. Oh, well. Anyways, both me and my dad knocked that bird off of our list, which is we've hunted that spot for years. There's always been wood ducks there. It just has never happened. They're, you know, 
anyone who hunts wood ducks knows you're either where they want to be or you're not. And it just, they yeah. just, they have a mind of their own and they don't really care. You could call at them and call at them and call at them. And it's not going to matter. There was something that I heard on a podcast today. I think it was Elliot from freelance. And he said he doesn't, he wouldn't say that the wood duck is a puddler. He would put it in its own like branch more as like a tree duck rather than it would be like a puddler. Yeah, kind of like a... Because I, they, they don't work like puddlers. They don't act like puddlers. They just kind of do what they do. Well, yeah, because they don't act like puddlers, and they kind of, like at times, they work kind of like a diver. Yeah. Um, so I kind of agree with that. Just thought. Yeah. But, so we shot those. That pumped us up. Hunter got one for the wall. Me and my dad marked that bird off our list, which... Kind of have a goal to mark a bird off every year. I'm, yeah. It's starting to get to the point for me that I'm going to have to travel to start marking birds off, which going, is cool. Going to Ohio and go hey, running. I told you, so long as you guys don't go over deer season, I'm in. 100%. Or just go out Jeremy again, shoot divers out there. Yeah, buddy. Yep. I'll be out there December. What's up? What's up? Um, but yeah, then we went out west and hunted with Jared. Honestly, really wasn't a productive week. But, or weekend, hunting with Jared, we shot a few birds. But I don't know, I had a really good weekend. It was I nice s- to get away from the house. I had a lot of fun uh, meeting Jared in particular. Like, he is, like I said, super great guy. We, we all got along super well. Same interest, same interest level. Uh, he told me some things that I'm going to use in the future for the area that we were hunting, not just in the waterfowl world. Um, and like, I also like learned there's not much for diver hunting really in Nebraska period. It's kind of just like if you come across them, unless we buy a a duck boat, well, which, yeah, (laughs) Brad, um, but he kind of showed us. A way to diver hunt. Yeah. In that area. Uh, I would say that that was almost a diver specific, like, designed hunt, which is not something I've ever tried to do. Um, And those couple buffle heads that we had, they did exactly what he said they were going to do. They tried to land on those stupid buffle head (laughs) decoys. And they got bossed. And they, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got bossed. So, so that was a good weekend. I think I personally, I really enjoyed it. I and I've talked about it on the podcast a little bit, but just for me, each year I feel like you valued it something different. For me, it was just a mental break from work and everything that's been going on at work. So it's been uh, that was the biggest thing for me. I I you know at this this point in my hunting career. I've gone, there's two things that I care most about is the mental break, or at least this year's mental break, and then the experience. Mm -hmm. I've been really experience-driven, and I think that's something that's, personally, it's been good for me because I've really been able to enjoy hunts. Yeah. We kind of, I mean, we'll probably talk about this podcast, but like this last Sunday, we just... We honestly, neither one of us even thought we'd shoot a bird. It was like, what else we got going on? And like, why don't I just go hang out with the guys? 
You know, I, br- I brought Shay along. Like, you probably talk about, honestly, probably at this point, just make this the early season wrap up. We that's, could, prob- that's we could probably go all the way through to this last weekend because you're going to Mexico. I'm going to deer camp. Usually once you get to that Thanksgiving time period, that's the cusp of late season, I feel like, especially for ducks. Yeah. Um, so I, we probably talk all the way to that. It's fine. That point. Um, so what do we have to the fourth weekend? Yeah. And so you're so far this season, you've been all about, um, experiences for me. This season seems to have been a lot about branching out and meeting new people and hunting with new people. I've hunted with you a ton. I mean, last year we hunted once or twice, but then, you know, we didn't ever go back to it this year. We've been hunting together like, well, pretty much nonstop, actually, which has been a blast. And then we met, you know, I went out and hunted with you and Jared, met him, awesome dude. And then the fourth weekend, Brad. Brad. <laughs> well, not quite. The Thursday before the fourth weekend. Yeah. Actually, we were supposed to hunt with Jared. Eastside Jared. Jared. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I thought about that the last pad, podcast because I think Brad when he says like you're obsessed with like you're obsessed with Jared he met Jared Maves mm-hmm. and I was like talking about how I had met Jared Schultz and I you know it said you know he I met him he's been a mentor in a lot of ways to me and that like I, he's one of my really good friends and I would do anything for him mm-hmm. and I think that's why Brad's like oh you have a crush on him. it's just because I didn't really say yeah so. We could say east east side Jared, west side Jared. Side. West side. <laughs> side. But <laughs> you should see the wheels turn in my dad's head when I'm telling him, Oh, there's two Jareds. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh. Anyways. Oh. That Thursday of the fourth weekend or the fourth week, whatever you want to say, was goose opener on this side of the state. Well, this local spot that I like to hunt has a lot of local geese that sit on it that just so happen <laughs> to generally be carrying little presents with them. Um, presents? What shall you say? Presents. <laughs> there is a quite high probability of banded geese. And I, I shot a couple there last year, and I told Hunter about them. <laughs> and Hunter, all September and October, he's like, I'm just waiting for goose season. So you can take me and we can shoot bands. And I was like, hey, we'll go shoot some bands. And so we went out on that Thursday. Perfect. Like, perfect storm for a hunt, honestly. It blew 20 to 30 out of the northwest uh, starting, like, noon on Wednesday. Yep. And it was rainy and it was crappy. I mean, just absolute duck weather. And sure enough, we get we get there, and there was another group that set up across from us. Actually, I've had communication with one of the guys from that group. Nice guy. Hunter's a little on the fence for the moment, but I actually... Hunter doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to hunt with him later yeah. this week. I, I hope he's a good dude. I just... Actually, I, I hope he is too, because uh, he hunts geese in Kearney in Fremont. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm curious. You got my wheels turning. Yeah. Now. So, uh, and he said they shot 15 bands last year. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> so, the point is, 
Um, that, that didn't really matter to the story, but we were hunting out there. Perfect storm. I mean, literally, it was cloudy, and next thing I know, there's just ducks everywhere. I mean, greenheads, gadwall, teal, ringers. Apparently, there was pintails because that guy across from us shot a pintail that day, but I never mm. saw any of them. I never heard. Never, never heard, heard or saw them. them. Yeah. I saw wood ducks, but yeah. I never did hear pintail. But, but so yeah. we had an awesome day shooting ducks. The only, I mean, Jared ended up not being able to come. He had an issue with his kid, which I totally fine with me. Like, I wanted to meet the guy and, you know, hunt with him and whatnot, but family comes first. Sometimes you just got to have situations like that where you get. You or there's situations like that that are going to come up where you can't go. And then Trell was supposed to go with us, but he bailed because he wasn't feeling good, I guess. Um, Terrell. Terrell. And sadly for them, they kind of missed out because I <laughs> shot a limit of ducks and Hunter shot, what did you shoot, four? Yeah. And then my dad only shot one, but he was kind of... I should have limited on those gadwall. So, tell the story. So... Uh, so I'm taking pictures when I'm hunting with Jared, when we were hunting out on West side, Jared out West mm-hmm. and I'm taking photos, dude, doing my deal. And I hear Jared, Oh, ducks, ducks, ducks. And so I'm like trying to like, Oh crap. You know, like put my oh, camera yeah. down. I knock my shells on my, yeah, the old boss shells off yeah. in the water. And I figured out at first I thought it was my camera. So I was losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I like already just like grabbed it, throw it in the sled Turned around with my gun, and, like, the buffle head were just set up, like, yeah. just right over the deeks. And I was like, boom. Yeah. Toppled that one. But, so, <laughs> I pull up on these gadwall. Like, they were just perfect. I, I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if that was my footage or if I was watching a YouTube video. But I pulled up, and there's just, like, one of, like, ten yards. And yeah. I pull, went to go to pull the trigger, and I went click. And I'm like, mother, what the? Yeah. And so by the time I kind of like was like figuring it out, I yanked a new one in there, and it just uh, disaster. But that disaster was, stroke. That was first light. Like I dropped a Drake, and yeah. you you ended up shooting a hen gadwall, yeah. and that just, that was just the start of our morning, and it just went. It was crazy because they were fresh birds. Everything dropped into the decoys. I mean, literally the only complaint I had about the hunt was my dad was in the wrong spot. We yeah. should, and I tried moving him. But sometimes he's kind of, like, got a mind of his own. And he, he said, he's like, I'm just here. I'm just glad to be out. And he was happy. He shot a Drake green, uh, he shot a green head. We all shot green heads that day. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so the, the last green head, there was a green head that had dove into the decoys and, like, was just hanging out. And I, like, was trying to point your dad over there and, like, get him, like, uh-huh. I wanted him to get it. I I had shot enough that day, like, he, I think he had shot one green head by that point, and I'm just trying to get him a duck, yeah. you know, and next thing you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, and I thought he was, like, getting up to, like, shoot it, and I just hear this, ah, birds, or take them, and they're like, thwap. Yeah, so, <laughs> this was, this was the last set of birds that we had of the day. I needed one duck, Hunter had four, and yeah, my dad too. had the one. We had three mallards, two drakes and a hen, that were flying around, and for those of you that haven't watched the video, like I got really good footage of that hunt actually. Yeah. Um, there is where Hunter's sitting is a massive tree, bush, willow, and my dad is on the other side of that. Um, I didn't know that a Drake Mallard had landed like 
15 yards outside the decoys and was swimming in. But I was watching these three mallards that went around the island we were sitting on, went to the south, came, and were just cupped in. And when I say they were going to land in my dad's lap, they were going to land in my dad's lap. (laughs) And, like, I wanted my dad to shoot birds. And so, like, they were literally right probably 15 yards in front of my dad. And I just am like, all right, take them. (laughs) (laughs) and I raise up and I, you know, I kind of took like a little bit of a poke at the highest Drake. Yeah. And I, you know, I managed it. I I got it. Like I poked it and smacked it actually. And then no one else shot. I was like, (laughs) I was like, what? Because the whole time I'm like, all right, here they come dropping in the decoys, dropping in the decoys. And Hunter could hear me, but he thought I was talking about this bird that was on the water. <laughs> so there's like mass confusion when I say take them and then shoot. And then no one else shoots. And then my dad finally found them in the air. And like um, he he took one probably a long shot. But by yeah. the time he found them, they were so high because it was so windy. They just picked up. But when I said take them, they were literally like five yards off the water right in front of my dad. I And I literally, like, uh, I watch, like, Nala's running out to my bird, and I look at them, and I'm like, y'all not see him or something? And then they're like, there was this one on the water. <laughs> so after you shot, your dad and I, like, looked at each other. He looked at me because he thought I shot, <laughs> and I looked at him because I thought he had shot. <laughs> and because he thought, oh, why, you know, like, not in a mean way, but he's like, did you shoot the bird? Like, I thought you were going to let me shoot. And I was like, did you shoot the bird? <laughs> and next thing you know, it's, in this moment, we just hear this, <laughs> your Drake Mallard hit the water. And I'm like, where did this thing come down at? <laughs> was, uh, yeah, that, that was a, that was, that was a second. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was a beautiful Drake Mallard that yeah. was on the water, though. Well, the other one you shot, too, was really cool, too. All, all the ones we shot that day, like, um, I mean, we shot four Drakes. Yep. And actually, it was funny, because, like, the two days leading up to this hunt, I was getting memory pictures from that exact spot, and I always shoot Mallards that week Yeah. every year. And so I'm, like, telling Hunter, I was like, I don't know, I don't want to jinx us, because we've kind of had a run of, like, subpar hunts. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really want to be that dude, but this is shaping out. We got a cold north wind, and this is the time period, and yada, yada. And sure enough, I shot a lemon. We shot 11 ducks. And then to cap it off. The honks. Yeah. The tail of the honks. We we had two geese um, that came kind of close to our spread. The one that I shot was at about... 35 40 but so like <laughs> uh, the wind kind like i don't know what the wind was doing but the way it kind of wrapped around the island it's almost like it turned into a northeast wind yeah. and we needed a northwest for where they were that's why i like to sit on that east side of the island because yeah. they just come through the islands yeah. but like on that back side it's kind of rough but the wind was so bad i didn't want to chase decoys around well they were the way they had set up and the way the place they were going to land was between those two islands yeah that's where they wanted to that's, land that's at. where they wanted to be and so like they cut down and i like i had been waiting for the geese like i've wanted to shoot geese since season ended last year like i shot a bunch of geese last year kind of really got into it and so, like, now I'm, like, I'm kind of hooked on goose hunting, actually. Like, 
so I rose up and I dropped the goose, one of the two geese that flew in, and I started to aim at the other one, and I just hear a boom, and Hunter knocked that sucker down. <laughs> but unfortunately, okay, so my turn, my turn. <laughs> so these geese are coming in, right? And I think some of the problem there's the wind was a problem. I think I mm-hmm. overcalled, but they came to us. Hit about the 30, but the way the wind was, they kind of, like, pushed them out to 35. So we pull up, and I'm focused on the right one, because that's my shooting lane, right? That's my shooting lane. He dies. <laughs> right as I was pulling the trigger. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to try the left one. He's probably... He's 40 or 45. Yeah. <laughs> he was out there. <laughs> Thank you, boss. Boom! Got him in, like, the front part and broke his wing all bad. Dumped, hit the water. Well, I was sending Nala, and uh, it was one of those things where I kind of went to the edge of the island, and, it, I mean, it was, by the time it hit the water and was starting to swim, it was at least 60 or more. So I was like, well, I'm going to try to knock it out so that way Nala can go get it. We both tried to shoot at it. We both, both of us missed. We both tried shooting it again. And by the time that, like, by the time we all just shot at it again, it gotten pretty ways out there. Yeah. And then on top of that, Nala hauled. Yeah. Like, she got out there enough that I was like, yeah. I was like, I really don't want to shoot over the dog. Like, because yeah. it's not my dog. I wouldn't want people to shoot over my dog. Yeah. But keep in mind, it's blowing, like, 25 plus and it's white caps. It's white caps. And Nala's already tired. She retrieved all she, I think she retrieved all like, but two ducks. Yeah, like I, I had to go I had to go get ducks. I had to go get my gadwall and one of the green wings. And so like in white caps, she did she was a beast. She did really good. And she hauled after this goose, but she straight up could not catch that goose. No. And she also couldn't hear you calling her to come back. It was so loud. It was so windy. So, because of this spot, it gets deep in a couple areas. I always run a kayak here because I've lost birds because I haven't had a kayak. I've also, like, during teal season, I've gone swimming to retrieve ducks, and I just (laughs) refuse to do that anymore. So, I always have a kayak. So, I jumped in the kayak. Mind you, it was sketchy in the kayak to paddle across that. And, like, I get to Nala. I actually... I. Although I don't know that she would have really listened to me, I made the mistake, and I told her, because this goose went to the north side of that island, and I thought it was going to just try and get on the island. Nala had gotten up on the island, so I and she listened really well, actually. I just went Nala back, and she went back while I paddled around to the north side of that island, and that goose was 80 yards past the island already, headed towards the east shore, and I was like, oh my gosh. Here we go. And so I paddled all the way over there, and I finished this thing on the water. Nala finally catches up to me. Like, we're both, like, catching our breaths. I'm like, we got it. We got it. <laughs> and what Hunter didn't know yet <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> was when I picked up this goose, it had a band on it. Would you look at that? And Hunter's never shot a band. He's been telling me about it for weeks. He's been a part of bands, but never been able to to keep it. So I'm like, 
it actually kind of sucked. The wind was so bad that my camera microphone was like cutting out. Yeah. Um. So I'm like talking to the camera. I was like. Hunter's never shot a band, and I'm bringing in a band of geese, <laughs> and like I'm like really excited about it, and like I'm like, all right, now I'll go back to Hunter. We get to the island, and I I think I yelled at Jazz like, call her because she can't hear you. Yeah. Uh, and she was tired when she got back. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, my goose floated to the middle island, <laughs> and so I had to paddle with the wind at my like throwing me around because like it was literally hitting me straight on at that point i get to my goose sure enough it's banded banded. (laughs) so i'm like hell yeah and uh, i like i'm trying to contain my smile because like when someone shoots their first band you kind of want like i think i know it's kind of mean but almost the the surprise aspect of it yeah so I'm paddling up to the island. I actually like you were talking to me and I, I could hear you fine, but I was like kind of ignoring you a little bit. <laughs> and like I get out like I had hid I literally had purposely hidden the leg le- legs so you couldn't see it in the back of the kayak. <laughs> and I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but like we were talking about it. He's like, Damn, that was a paddle for you. I was like, Yeah, no, I was really tired when I was over there and, I was, and then I was like yeah, but it was worth it. You better kiss me on the damn mouth or something like that because they're banded. <laughs> uh, I lost my mind, obviously. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was like, I don't know. It was like the satisfying hunt where it's like payback. Yeah. Literally, like, we had had a run of just strugglesome hunts or hunts where we only had three or four birds and then to shoot the ducks and get the absolute show from the ducks that we did. I mean, yeah, there was mallards everywhere. Honestly, if there hadn't been another group of guys, which they didn't do anything wrong, they shot a good number of birds. They were having a good time too. I'm, you know, now that like I've talked with the guy, like I'm not cussing him out. He's actually sounds like a really cool dude, but if there hadn't been another group of guys there, I actually think we could have probably shot a three man limit of greenheads. Oh, easy. There were so many mallards. Um, but, you know, just fighting over birds in a small little cove, it just it just didn't work that way. But no. still an awesome hunt. And I shot a band. <laughs> yeah, and we shot two bands. So we get home that night, and of course, one of the things I want to do is go ahead and Check the band, check the numbers, see you know, see if, see where they came from. Now to put a little background, most of those most of those birds that are banded, they're banded there. Yeah, so they're they're, they're, very, they're very local geese. A lot of the bands that I've shot, I've shot. You shot a few. Let's I've just, shot I'm a not few. Gonna, I'm not gonna say how many. Yeah, I've shot a few bands at this spot. Yeah, and they have all basically been banded within about ten miles. Yep. of the spot. So they've all been banded there. So I go, do, 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 put the numbers in, right? <laughs> Mine comes from North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. Hunter calls me up. He goes, have you have you checked your band yet? I was like, nah, I figure it's probably just a local goose. So uh, I just haven't messed with it yet. He's like, well, mine's from North Dakota. And I went, <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So like, I, I, I like go out to my truck pull the band off real quick and like I put in the numbers with Hunter on the phone and I was like really 
Well, they were together. They've got to both be from North Dakota. <laughs> I just want to shoot a band that's from somewhere else. And sure enough, it's from like a mile away. And I was like, are you kidding me? You know how many bands I've shot out here? And I take you out there one time. You shoot uh, one from North Dakota. Sir. <laughs> I think mine was pretty old. Mine's from 2016. Yeah. It's pretty good. It was it was an older bird. We talked about it. My theory is, is that it's like the original mating because those birds have only been there for like three or four years. And I kind of wonder if it's the original mating pair. Yeah. And like that just decided to stay in the area and became a local group of birds. Yeah. But regardless, it's still super cool um, to see that. And then we go Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. We got the three of us again. We add Brad. I get to meet Brad. I actually, Brad is... Again, we've talked about networking. I've talked about meeting new people this year. Brad is awesome. I, uh, you, got I, a, you got a crush on Brad, too? You know what? <laughs> he likes to deer hunt, and he talks to me about deer uh, hunting. You know what? I get to talk duck hunting with you all day long, and then me and Brad talk about deer hunting. You know what? Okay. Would you want me to talk to you about deer hunting? No. <laughs> It didn't take but like two minutes and it zoned out. And you're like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyways, whatever. no, Brad likes to duck hunt, but we, he also really likes to deer hunt. So I got along with him really, really well. Yeah. And it was it was funny. We started the morning and Hunter just casually goes, you know, Brad's never shot a band either. <laughs> and I think my, I literally, I think all my reaction was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> hmm. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, so I was like, well, might change that. <laughs> might change it. And we shot a few more ducks. We shot a couple ringers. I think yeah. everyone but Brad shot a greenhead, too. I think so, yeah. Um, it was, I was, you know, that's surprising. As many greenheads we shot over the last two days, none of us shot a hen, which is cool. Well, I think we were all, like... The greenheads didn't, or the mallards didn't work us until the sun was up enough on Thursday that, like, when I see a group of mallards, especially the first couple groups, yeah, I'm picking green. Yeah, like I don't mind shooting hens. I'm not a person who's against hens, um, but those greenheads just show up. Yeah, clear as day. especially with how like how committed all of them were that we shot. Like yep. we got them in the decoys, and you when you when you're shooting small gray ducks or whatever for three or four weeks or just green wings or whatever and you see just a massive drake mallard yep. in the decoys you don't miss it no i mean like you just you see it and you're like oh yeah i'm shooting that oh yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, Jeez. but so we shot only like five ducks that day it was a little slower they I, the same guys that were there thursday were there um they the ducks worked them a lot better yep. on friday um, which is the weirdest thing yeah the like and actually after talking with them they just the way they hunt is literally because they know that they can't hunt those islands with they don't have a kayak or anything like that yeah so it makes a little more sense now that i've talked to them well, I know why they were over there. It made sense. It was just odd for the wind they had. Yeah. That that was a spot they had chose. But for whatever reason, they managed to do it. For, yeah, for whatever reason, the Ducks actually did it really well for them. I actually was talking to him, and it. I sent 
Hunter text about this literally last night because I was really sad. I talked to this guy for probably two hours last night, and they actually shot at least one banded duck. He made it sound like two banded ducks on Friday. A green wing and a mallard from my understanding. And I've never shot a banded duck there. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like, I was like super happy for the dude, but at the same time, I was like, you know how long I've been hunting that spot. <laughs> just see. Yeah. Uh, so. Just put my fist up. <laughs> but anyways, we did have a few geese kind of work. And then we had that one that just was on a suicidal death <laughs> mission. I just got the video done edited last edited last night. It'll actually probably go up tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and this thing just comes over the island, hooks 180 degrees, and my dad and Brad just sluice this thing. I I when I I didn't say this to Brad, but when it was coming in, I I saw the band on it. And that's why I didn't even pull up. I, I didn't even bring my gun up. I knew, yeah, I didn't even, like, I wasn't even touching my gun. And, like, I actually, like, I didn't have a problem with my dad shooting at it, but I almost yelled across the blind. I was like, Brad's never shot a band. Because yeah. it came over my head, and I thought I saw it, but I couldn't quite tell. So it, when, when it hit the wind and it twisted in our decoys, mm-hmm. I saw the band when it kicked its legs out. Yeah. And I saw it, and I was just like, yeah. Okay. Brad, have fun. Yeah. So, literally, like, they sluiced this thing. It was, I mean, it was dead on the water. Nala's retrieving it. And we're all, just, like, I, me and Hunter just knew. Like, yeah. the area, the way it did it. We He saw it. I thought I saw it. And, like, so we've, we've got our phones out. We're, like, and I'm, like, is it? Is it? And then it's banded. And, like. Yeah, we're all like, oh yeah, freaking out, and like, and then the hunters. I think it was either you or Brad. were like, all right, whose is it? And my dad was like, I've already shot one. You can have it. Like, and so Brad didn't want to act too excited. Yeah, but he was losing his mind. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> he was really excited. He he was, and then um, apparently, and rumor is i'm okay with it and i'm just like you know embracing it a little bit i i guess i got deemed the band maker on um on this hunt so the band maker yeah but (laughs) (laughs) the maker of bands but so that was that um that was a really good hunt funny thing is that uh that band was from that that area. Yeah, <laughs> it was like no, and <laughs> it was it was a local goose again. Um, <laughs> and you know, I he didn't care, I didn't care. I still am a little bitter about North Dakota, but hey, whatever. <laughs> uh, it is what it is. But so that was Thursday and Friday. So far, going up to this point, two best days of hunting I've had the entire season. Yep. Um, there was a lot of birds on Friday still, and we had a lot of work. We had a couple flocks get messed up by the other group when they shot. It is what it is. That's public land hunting. I'm not mad about it. Um, I, sh- I watched two now really good friends of mine shoot their first bands, so like that was awesome. My dad shot greenheads, which he has hardly ever shot any greenheads, and he loves shooting them. We all love shooting them. Yep. Getting those first mallards of the season shooting a limit shooting a band myself yeah heck of a two days of hunting um we get to saturday uh saturday was mayhem 
actually Friday night to Saturday morning was mayhem. Uh, let's go with your part of uh, mayhem, because. Uh, 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 so we're we're literally walking out, um, and it's. Uh, so we're walking out of there, and I just we were just walking along the bank and heading off and we're going to leave. And I just hear this. Now was like behind some brush and she just went whoop. And I'm like, what the heck was that? You know, she ran over and I could tell she act hurt mm-hmm. and she act kind of scared, but like I couldn't, I looked her over. She was like kind of lifting on a, off of one leg and I checked that whole leg and well, she didn't make any noise, nothing. And when I met up with you guys at where you were parked, she was favoring that leg. Like yeah. you could tell something was up with her. But I was more I was more worried that it was because of the last two days and how hard she had worked. Mm-hmm. My thought was it was a muscle thing. Yeah. And that was what I was scared about, especially being an ACL. Yeah. Now, the bloodline she has, obviously her both of her parents are very high end, like yeah, field trial dogs. None of them, none of them have had any health issues. So it was still my worry, though, that that was the case. Um, so at that point, I looked her over. We put her in the truck, took her home. You know, I was just kind of getting around, and I, I don't know what or where I was off to, but Shay sent me this text and like. Quite literally, it was like a hole in her chest. Yeah. Like, it, it's gross. I'm not going to lie. I don't like seeing that kind of stuff, so it freaks me out. Well, and, I mean, when Hunter told me about it, you played it down real hard from my end. Like, you were like, yeah, she just got like a little poke. She needed some stitches. And when Shay showed me the picture the other day... <laughs> I again, not to be too gruesome, yeah. But for any of my deer hunters out there that like to rifle hunt, it looks like this dog was shot with a rifle. Yeah, like it was a pretty gnarly hole. Um, <laughs> Shay showed me that, and I was like, "What the heck?" Hunter yeah. played that down so much, and yeah. So, so we had to take her. She got stitches. Uh, they were going to put a drain in her, but we knew that that was just not a good idea for her. To either her or Zeus would rip it out. So um, when got that done, we got her home, and she just, like, it was not good. Mm-hmm. Like, I was with her the whole time, and she'd sit there, and she'd, like, start panting because she was stressed and then mm-hmm. pain, and then she would start to do this, like, str- like pant whine. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I was a, I was up since like three or four o'clock in the morning and yeah. it, it, at this point it's like 10 11 o'clock at night well so, and you're you're going duck hunting yep you were gonna go with the guys to that lease yep so i was gonna go with those guys and i like i got woke up at 3 a.m shay's like she continues to do this i talked to the emergency vet i'm freaked out she hasn't ate she hasn't drank she hasn't went to the bathroom she hasn't even moved at this point mm-hmm. and i'm like oh boy Ooh. And so we run her, we run her to the vet. They gave her, they gave her a pain shot. Uh, I don't even know what it was to be honest. Yeah. A shot to help with the pain. Yeah. And, um, brought her back home. What? Well, take that back. I they gave her the shot, and like two minutes later, she walked out, walked out of there, and went pee. I was yeah. like, oh, we're heading in the right direction. Get home. She eats a little bit. Um. She went outside and went pee again, mm-hmm. and then pooped a couple times. So I was like, "Okay, we're on the we're on the right track." She's starting to drink. 
okay, like obviously she's going in the positive direction. But at this point, it's like 4.30 in the morning. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm already up. Probably not going back to sleep for a while. Yeah. I might as well go hunting. And because my big thing was Shay's brother, Drake, was supposed to go with me. Mm-hmm. And, like, Drake's a college kid. Like, he yeah. just doesn't get very out very often. So when I take him, like, it means a lot to him. So I was like, okay, like, let's go, I guess. Yeah. And I am, like, getting the truck loaded up because I had to get the A-frame and some other stuff out into the truck and helped him do that. And um, Shay texts me. And she's like, like, she called me and she's like, Nala, Nala's like whining and trying to like get up. Yeah. And she's like, she tried to get up, whined and like fell down. And I like, that tore me up. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, I, that, that tore me up. Not just because like, obviously she's my hunting buddy. One of my bed, like be- best friend is a hunting dog. But like, just because she had done like such a good job the, the couple days before yeah. it was like i just can't abandon my hunting buddy yeah and that's what you said to me when we were talking and so i just i couldn't do it i let drake go and he met up with the guys i just made a bed on the floor by her bed and like we just went to sleep together yeah. so and those, it's kind of a rough deal yeah. and those guys shot what i think they shot eight green wings yeah eight nine green wings sounded like a lot of missing though yeah, Could have probably done better. But. Yeah, I mean, it's the crappy part is like because of that private spot out there, and then just a lot of stuff going on. Uh, East side, Jared just hasn't been able to get out. Yeah, I mean, we've invited him a few times. I mean, I talked to him today too. I think he's gonna go out tomorrow, but it's just it just hasn't really worked out for him. Yeah, I mean, I told him I said, well, like when I get back from Mexico, like it's go time. We'll get yeah. you out and we'll make something happen. It just hasn't worked out for him, but. So he hadn't really got out. Dane hadn't really been able to get out, but yeah. And then so, but so that was kind of that. That was what the last weekend. That that was, that was yeah. That was the last weekend. Yeah. But so, meanwhile, hunters having all of this mayhem. I was supposed to go hunting Saturday morning as well. <laughs> um, uh. And. Uh, I was going to go hunt with a buddy who hasn't been able to hunt at all this year. Haven't heard, actually really haven't heard from the dude um, since last season. Uh, You know, one of the guys from the original group that got me into duck hunting. uh, And we try and get on a hunt or two every year at least. Um, He hit me up. was like, hey, let's go. I was like, heck yeah, we'll go to the basin. There's a bunch of birds that have pushed in by what we saw Thursday and Friday. And there were a bunch of birds in the basin. But um, me and my dad are going out to meet him. He was staying out there. So we were going to meet out there at a marsh. And we got about 25 minutes down the road. And I, you know, we're coming up over a hill. Um, keep in mind, this is uh, the last weekend in October. It's the day before Halloween. Um, there's a four-legged creature that likes to find its way to the roads and happens to be moving around a lot this time of year due to, uh, breeding purposes. Yeah, we came up over the hill. I had literally looked down, me and my dad were talking about something, and I, I had looked over at him, and in the time that I looked over to him, my dad just goes, oh, crap. And I look back, and there's three deer standing in the road about 100 yards away from me. So I slam on the brakes, 
and you know it only took about two seconds but it felt like three minutes i was watching this like these three deer just scramble in the road going one way going another direction as i'm slamming on the brakes and like they two of them went one way and one of them went the other way and i was like bless the lord i'm gonna get through these deer and at the very last moment one of them one of the ones on the left decided it just had a it just had suicidal tendencies i guess and it just launched itself into my truck and i thwacked this thing i mean it it <laughs> like i hit it square the entire thing it like not to be too gruesome but its head basically wrapped and hit the tow bar on the front of my truck and it was i mean it was dead before it hit the ground it was very quick for the thing no pain um and you know so I literally like it all happened so fast but so slow that like I didn't really even react. I would have like as I'm watching this deer bounce off my truck basically. Um I literally just in like well that sucks. Cuz I'm tired and like 2 days of hunting already. I really wanted to go hunting. I get out of my truck, assess the damage. I have a leak coming from my condenser which essentially for anybody that doesn't for whatever reason know all it means is that i don't have ac until my truck gets fixed fixed my radiator isn't completely messed up it's not leaking coolant which is really good but when i saw the steam coming out of it that was my first thought was that it was my radiator and i like me and my dad sat there for like five minutes and was like do we keep going or no And I was like, well, there's no way I'm going to the basin. So I call my buddy. I'm like, yeah, I just hit a deer. I actually woke him up because he was only like 10 minutes from where we were hunting. I woke him up and I was like, yeah, I just waxed a deer. So I ain't making it. I'm sorry. And he he felt bad, yada, yada. I text Hunter. I was like, I just hit a deer. And you were, I think, still awake because you either texted or called me called me or whatever and just see if i was okay and i'm like no one got hurt thank goodness like and no airbags went off just a little damage to the front of the truck insurance cover everything and so that was my morning me and my dad we were really close to that local spot like only like 10 minutes away and i actually really wanted to go but i was really like both me and my dad were concerned that i was leaking coolant instead of just antifreeze yeah and so like even though it broke me a little bit because i really wanted to go hunting that morning yep i we just opted to go back into town yep and yeah i went to sleep woke up and i was like ah hopefully hunter killed some ducks this morning i didn't know about Nal yet nope and so i call him to be like you know i'm like I want to know how he's doing. I was like, how'd you guys do this morning? He's like, oh, I didn't go. <laughs> and then he told me everything about Nala, and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> what a frustrating <laughs> period of time for the two of us. Like, <laughs> All I'm going to say is if I ever see that beaver, it will allegedly die a no, horrible that be- death. That beaver's going to disappear because it – not only did it do this to Nala, but every morning I'm out there, it likes to smack its tail about – five yards from me in the kayak and 
you don't have enough light on your head to see that in time, and it just absolutely freaks you out. I have almost, like, <laughs> flipped out of my kayak from fear because of that thing. So, I fast forward. <laughs> Brad and I, I went and looked at it earlier, a couple of days earlier than that, but Brad, was it Sunday? Sunday. Yeah. We were messing around, and Brad's obviously much more of a tracker than I am with deer mm-hmm. hunting and stuff, and he's like... Over here. And I was like, what? And I walked over there, and there's still hair and yeah. flesh from Nala where this beaver had, like, gnawed off a tree, basically created a spike out of yeah. the bottom of a tree, and it was that that's what caused it. And so that beaver. That beaver. I is, got beef. Yeah, no, it's, it's tormented me for, like, three years. The thing is smart, too. It no, I think it's been shot at before Probably. because it knows – that once that sun comes up, it needs to disappear. Yep. Um, but but. It probably goes that other island over there. Yeah. But So that was the the end of that weekend. Well, we went Sunday. We went to the basin. Yeah. You, me, Drake, and Brad. That was a fun time. It was we, had, we had a really, one. really fun time. The birds did not work worth a darn. They'd been shot at for days. Yeah, they had been obviously shot at really hard on Saturday, I would guess. Probably Friday, too, with that cold front. I bet there were people that were hunting it because it's a popular spot. Yep. And, um, I mean, there were mallards super high. We watched them. They kept breaking our hearts. Yep. They would turn and act like they were going to drop into the decoys. They didn't do it. Um, Drake shot a ringer, named it Kevin, stuck it in his waders, and just kind of held it around. <laughs> we had a uh, that was one of those hunts. It's just kind of like a buddy hunt. Like we all just we joked around. A we lot. joked around. We had a fun time. We had some pintails coming to the marsh. Hunter just hates those things. Oh man, he hates them so much. Yep. But. Honestly, like, I wasn't even that mad about it. We shot... Maybe we shot six or seven ducks. They're mostly green wings. Yeah, we shot, like, five or six green wings, a ring neck, and then we, me and Brad tag-teamed that gadwall, and it got schmeacked. I mean, it... <laughs> sorry, Gaddy. Yeah. But Not sorry, Gaddy. Oh, that... I forgot about that because I, I was editing it the other night. Yeah. Friday's hunt. All three of us hit that mallard. Oh, yeah. That oh, very yeah. first one. Because we all rose and shot at it, and it got toasted. <laughs> it looked so rough. That was a, yeah, that was but, a rough looking dog. So that was Sunday. Honestly, I had a really fun hunt. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. And so that, that officially ended October so, for wait us. wait a minute, wait a minute. The old public land hunting. So we're like sitting here, and it's like, probably nine or 10 o'clock and I just see these like just out of nowhere these two guys are standing up just on the middle of this just where everyone could see them and I'm like come on guys like they look like pheasant hunters at first I couldn't really see them very well as the light was starting to like get brighter figured out they were actually duck hunters and we had seen lights over that way yeah and they had they walked in after us or we were all walking in at I actually don't know really what to say. Like, we were all kind of walking in at the same time. I kind of wonder if they had walked down that road, decided they didn't want to hunt there, and were walking back because they parked in the same parking lot we did. Yeah. And I think, I wonder if they were kind of walking back a little bit to a spot they had seen. But 
I don't know. Point this is, is, is that we were all like, I don't, I don't really know what happened. But long story short, we got a nice old note about how we were jerks and that we showed up like half an hour before shooting times, which we did not. We were there way before that. Yeah. Um, we set up in a good spot. They were probably 150 yards from us. You know what's were, crazy is that they complained about us. Hitting but them with BBs, which there's no way. They said they were 150 yards from us. I would guess they were close. Like, where those lights were that we had seen in the morning, which they weren't walking down that road anymore. Yeah. I thought that's where they were setting up. And, you know, I got in the mix of setting up our decoys and our setup that maybe they moved. But they should have been well over 200 yards away from us. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. They just see, Well, long story short, they were not in a very good spot. And we kept seeing birds flare off that side because the way the wind was, that's where our birds needed to come in at. And we kept seeing them work odd when they got over there. Well, now we figured out. Yeah. These guys were sitting in, like, ish cover, and there was five of them. So trying to cover up five guys yeah. in a marsh with okay cover, like, it just doesn't work. So these birds, are, obviously, they just – I wouldn't say they flared. They just kind of, like, kept going. And so we figured out that, well, that's why, one, two, yeah. like – I don't know. It, it it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say publicly in hunting, but realistically, we're probably 150, 200 yards from them. There's nothing we did wrong. We weren't sky busting, and every bird we shot wasn't anything more than 30 yards. Yeah, I mean, we actually all the birds that we killed were right in the decoys. Yep. I think the only one that only bird that we shot at that was probably on the edge of the rain. Was, edge of the range was that drake pintail that circled us that brad took a shot at because it just wasn't ever gonna do anything yeah but it is what it is some people you know have a hard time with it i well they weren't set up in a very good spot but yeah we'll pass that over so that that officially ended october um i guess to go into the rest of like the last week and a half just to Finish early season, I guess you could say. Pretty let's much. Go, let's just go over the highlights. Yeah, kind of the highlights. Um, so, uh, I can't remember which day it was, but we set up. We wanted to try to get into some geese because the wind was setting up right for where it was. And, like, we were just sitting there. And, like, no ducks had really worked us that yeah, day. That was last Thursday. Yeah, yeah, it was boring. We are just sitting there, and we are just like, we're literally just sitting there waiting for the geese to come. And... I, you said something about honk, and I was like, I don't hear anything. You're crazy. Well, yeah. We, yeah. I literally, like, we were sitting there, which there's another aspect of that hunt that I have to bring up, but we'll 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 talk about the geese first. Um, we were kind of sitting there in this blind that these guys had put on the island that I like to hunt. And I've actually, you know, hunted with these guys. They're really, really nice. It's, you're not really supposed to leave blinds on, on an area, um, whatever. I, we hunted in it, I brushed it in real good, because it wasn't brushed in. Um, we're sitting there kind of defeated from the morning, it was already like 9.30, we'd been sitting there for a while, and yeah, I heard, I swore I heard a honk. I literally go, 
I hear them. No response from Hunter. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard a goose. And Hunter just, no, you didn't. <laughs> he literally like, like, no, <laughs> super, like almost pissed off <laughs> kind of <laughs> sounding. And I was like, I mean, okay. <laughs> and like sat there for another 10 seconds and we just, huh, huh. <laughs> sure enough, like 30 of them just came right over the trees. And I just, I <sighs> like, so I'm, I went like, I'm on a hunt where I can shoot ducks and geese. Like, I really love to use four shot for ducks. This year, like, and I've shot some geese with that. Yep. Don't get me wrong. This year, I'm shooting three and a half inch number twos heavy, heavy steel yep. at my geese. Cause like, I got tired of chasing geese and I'll tell you what, every goose I've shot with that is done. <laughs> but these things, I th- I should have been reaching for my gun sooner. I was trying to switch out shells and like I started to do it. I got the shells out of my bag and I looked up and I, j- I had told you to just give them a couple, like just clucks, just real soft with them. You gave them a few and I look up and people on the camera can see that, but yeah. The term maple leafing, they dropped 15 yards. Yep. They just maple leafed 15 yards. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're going <laughs> to literally land in the decoys. I think I, I have it on video. I haven't edited it yet, but I'm pretty sure I say that. I was like, they're, they're going to land. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they, oh, it's everything you could ever dream of. Yeah. I mean, and I didn't even get the, my, goose quote-unquote goose loads into my gun but they were close enough that it didn't matter for me yep i stoned two of them i stoned the one i shot one in the guts and then i thought he was gonna die and then he kept going so then i tried to shoot ahead of him by the time he was out there he just i was shooting at his butt crack yeah but he didn't end up going down so we get the geese out and you had to go get the kayak you (laughs) you uh Went out and grabbed both your geese, and I had mine was right in the decoys, and he just had this, he just had the face. Yeah. He just had this, the grin, the grin smile, and you're like, they're both banded. <laughs> and I was like, you're just like, so is yours banded? I was like, no. <laughs> we're, so at this point, we're, we're five or six yeah. on geese, banded In geese. In that spot. Yeah, uh, so... There was that aspect of that hunt. We didn't have a whole lot of ducks that really did anything, but what did happen on that hunt was we we had three... Like I'm standing in the blind, just kind of like... We'd seen a couple ducks in the back corner of this area, but like they weren't flying, and yeah. I knew that ducks was not really going to be an option. I was there in hopes that the geese would do what the geese did. Yep. Um, I wish they'd come in smaller packs, but... Sometimes they do that. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. But so we're like, I'm standing in the blind and I just out of the corner, like top of my eyesight, I see these three Drake pintails go right over our head. Mm. And I'm just like, there's three Drake pintails going over our head right now. I sit down. We gave them a quack, quack, quack. They went around the island and they presented a 30-ish, 35-yard shot one time. Yeah. And, you know, that was a little far. I really, you know, 
like I really try to be one feet down. We we both like that. Yep. And so uh, we didn't shoot. They went around again, and the closest they ever got again was probably sixty. I mean, they got up, and then they just circled and circled and circled and circled. And meanwhile, hunter like hunters trying really hard. Like we're actually like. <laughs> borderline screaming at these ducks and I think they were really responding to it but not enough to come down yeah. and at one point they like flew by us again and they had gained another 30 yards and just continued to look at look at us and hunter is just like get i'm done throws his call like to his <laughs> chest he's like i hate pintails i hate them so much i'm so tired of these ducks just give me gadwalls like all day i will shoot gadwalls all day and like this he went so far into it that we're like having a conversation like <laughs> what ducks are what kind of women like <laughs> and hunter oh, is going good, off that's a good um gosh that's a good podcast <laughs> It's like Hunter just goes through a list of ducks and just and what kind of women they are and it's just it was a heck of a laugh for me. I was real sad that the pintails didn't come back because I love pintails, but get out of here. It was funny, but so I think that's why he was a little like, no, you didn't hear geese because he was. I think he was still a little uh, a little salty. Uh, I was salty, a little salty about that. I think, I think we could pass up. So we hunted with Brad. Brad maybe freaking dragon. Yeah, we walked two miles. See, uh, two miles uphill both ways. I died oh, at yeah, least it was, twice. It was so bad. It was horrible, and I almost died um, twice. I don't think it was quite two miles. I think it was closer to one. <laughs> no, um, and it was, it was pretty two. much flat ground the whole whole time. Was, and on top of that, Hunter was dragging a cart, and him and Brad were switching off. You know, you're really being a Debbie Downer. Right now. <laughs> hey, I had a sled. I didn't have. To, wi- I didn't have wheels. <laughs> you're starting to sound like a pintail. Oh, I'm starting to sound like a pintail. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, Sounds good. Serious, no. But we shot one gadwall. Yeah, thanks, Brad. And good Brad job. smoked that thing. He was dead. Yeah, I actually really like that spot. I'm glad we adventured it. Like, I get that it's a bit of a walk back in there. I think it'd be a great late season spot. I'll. I'd hunt it again. You may not. Me and Brad will hunt it. Mm. <laughs> it's going to have to be one of those I'll have to think through. Yeah. Mm. Next time we'll make sure Brad actually scouts it. For real. <laughs> so I went scouted. I didn't. I found a dozen spoonies. I should have hunted a spoonie. Yeah. Me and, me and Hunter actually tried really hard during the week to find ducks. Nothing. Nothing. Like I saw, which sucked because Monday of that week, we had a massive push of divers come through. Like a crazy amount of divers. Wish we would have been out there. I do too. Hammered them. We probably would have. But they literally were there one day and gone the next. Yep. And of course it was a day that like none of us were really hunting. I kind of attempted an evening hunt, but it, it just didn't it didn't work. So yep. um so but, fast forward to Sunday. And then we get to Sunday. And at this point we're like there's no birds in the area. We were going to go up north to a spot. Yep. And, like, we're talking. I had called you to figure out what we were doing. And Shay. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it? Don't say it. You're going to get me in trouble. I'm going to get you in trouble. <laughs> so, uh, 
Shay wanted to go a little bit short of a drive. She didn't want to go that far, especially with Nala being hurt and like leaving the dogs in the kennel. So we just had settled. We're trying to get ready in Mexico, so we're trying to clean up the house because her brother is going to stay here for a week and uh, whatever. So we did. We went. We went closer. We yeah. went closer. And honestly, it was one of those things that. We just wanted to hunt bigger water because we had a better chance of maybe getting a random bird. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it's like, eh, I don't got anything better to do. Yeah. And so we got out there. Honestly, we we're just all sitting there eating snack. Well, I'm eating snacks. I was for everybody. I had some snacks too, but we were just kind of having a good time. Like none of us even had any expectation to even see a bird. Mm-hmm. And we were all like, I wasn't in my blind. You weren't in your blind. Yeah. Um, I, we saw two ducks really early Yep. and that was all we had seen. And it was, again, it was this local spot that we've been hunting a lot. And I know it's kind of like, that's all we've been hunting, but it's been really about the only place we're finding birds and it's close to where we live. So like, it's nice. But again, I was kind of there cause I was like, man, maybe if the geese do it again, I didn't, yeah. I honestly didn't think they were gonna, which they never did. Yep. Um, show up which is fine sometimes when you shoot at them they they're local geese they literally don't leave until it's frozen so they just disappear for a week and then they come back yep um but we're kind of just shooting the breeze yada yada blah 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 and just like a couple days before when me and hunter were there i kind of just caught a duck out of the corner of my eye and sure enough drake pintail just flies right over our head I think Hunter thought I was joking because actually me and Brad were sitting on in our little blind and several times we had been like, let's mess with Hunter. Yeah. And act like, and I think he heard us because <laughs> we weren't, we really weren't being that quiet, but, no. um, and I, I literally am like, I literally catch it and I'm like, oh my goodness, duck, get down, get down, get down. You ducked. Like, but you didn't okay, like okay you didn't make an effort to get back <laughs> get back in your blind and i knew it was a drake pintail from the moment i saw it and it went by it went over us and went out south around that middle island and i was like get in your blind get in your blind so i skedaddled back in the blind hunter still doesn't believe me i skedaddled back in the blind and i finally like i see it and it goes over and i'm like I hear I, I he's calling at this duck and I see it and I'm like oh it's a pintail <laughs> like it's a pintail <laughs> and it's just flying around it's flying around well next thing you know there's yeah a, there's out a of five nowhere pack. four or five join it there's a five pack hanging out with it and they give us one round and they look interested yeah, they literally so, go. They literally go up, and they kind of gave that half tuck. Yeah, and then they rotated out in front of the island, and Hunter gave him a good one. So like, they hit the edge, and I gave him a, a, a little bit of wah, wah, and then they turned their head to look at us, mm-hmm. and then flew out, and then I hit. I don't want to give out my secrets, but <laughs> I will. Oh well, I will anyway, because I love you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> So, if you get some ducks that are giving you a look and they're on that edge and that cusp of locking up, hit them like a comeback call. Hit them with a really quick, like a wah, 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 because mm-hmm. it really catches their attention and either they'll make the decision to come in or they won't. And those pintails, they wanted it. They wanted it. <laughs> they wanted it. And they dumped in <laughs> and they were like 
Oh, they like, did it. You can't ask Pintails to do any more than that. Yeah, they did it fantastic. So we call it, I raise up my gun. I shoot one shell and I shoot behind one pintail and my shell comes out of my gun and hits my wife in the face. <laughs> and she's like, ah! She's like, what'd you do that? So I'm paying attention to her. <laughs> and I'm almost like falling over and I finally see one like one pintail yeah. drop out of the sky and it was, I think it was Brad that shot it. No. Was it you? It was yeah, you. Yeah. You I shot man- it. I managed to whack that. So you went, you went and got it and I took some pictures and Apparently, those don't matter anymore. It's just wild <laughs> pictures. We'll get to that again. And uh, we're just sitting there, and I look out over the island, and I just see a duck. And I didn't even have, Shay was holding my gun, yep. and Brad had his gun. And we're literally like, we're standing like in just a clump on the island, not anywhere near our blinds. We're admiring the pintail I shot because it was a really nice yeah. drake. Um, and like, we're just sitting there, and I see that duck. And again, I think everybody probably thought I was kind of joking because I immediately just, like, I just, I hit it. Yeah. And it it showed interest immediately, which for what it was, I literally, I couldn't believe that it responded so well. So you said you did that and I just kind of like bent over because I was just like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to bend over and like not show my face. This duck. I see it out of the corner of my eye. It like whizzes over the island, mm-hmm. and I thought Brad was gonna shoot it was coming when it was coming at us. Yeah, I really did. And then it like disappeared, and I'm like, Yeah, it went it went over the main lake, and pretty much on a lower level did the exact same thing the pintails did. Yeah, it wrapped around and went came straight down the decoys. I actually thought it was gonna land in the decoys, which yeah. I kind of wanted it to because like. That way we could get to it. Well, that and like, so it was like Shay had my gun and Brad, like, we actually did a terrible, we should never do a hunter safety class on what we did in this instance. <laughs> so literally like <laughs> we're, we're, this, we're like, st- <laughs> we're standing in a square like formation. Yep. Shay and Hunter in the front of the square closest to the water, you know, closest to the duck and like. Shay had my gun, and I was like, ah, oh, just keep it, shoot the damn thing. Yep. And then she is like, Brad, why don't you shoot it? So that, because she probably just was like, I'll never hit it. And I kind of wanted it to land, because if it had landed, I would have just been like, just turn around and sluice that thing. Shoot it on the water, I don't care. Like, because like, Shay, Hunter's been whining that you, like, he wants you to hunt with him. <laughs> He's been really sad that you're overworked. And, like, so uh, I think it would have made Hunter's day to watch you shoot a duck. But it didn't land. So I told Brad, I said, when it was coming back, I said, Brad, you can shoot over me. I'm going to get down. Like, because I was on the bank. I got on all fours. And I said, Brad, you can shoot over me. And this duck just came right through the decoys Mm -hmm. on the edge of that island. And he just sluiced it over me. And I'm just going to say that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> a big mistake. Because it rung me. Hunter literally like is like, oh, <laughs> that was loud. Because <laughs> oh, it wasn't, he didn't shoot like to the right or the left. It was right over me. Yeah. And I felt it. And it was like, yeah, I I don't know. There was, I was no like danger. But yeah. like, I was like, oh. It, it was, you were, 
because of where it was, you were semi in front of the concussion, so you yeah. got a lot of it. Yeah. But it was like, it was there was no major safety issue. I'm not recommending that people go and shoot like that. That's a bad idea. But yeah. But and so Brad smacked the thing. Well, while I was flying around the island, we'd been seeing ringers a few every day or so in that area. And uh, I thought it was just a ringneck. That's what I thought. And literally, like, as the thing comes down the island across the decoys and gets up in front of us, I see it's Bill. Yep. And I literally, like, I had, I know I have it on camera, and I literally, I'm pretty sure I, ver- I don't remember if I said it in my head or if I verbally was like, it's a blue bill. <laughs> as, a blue bill. Br- as Brad just smacks this thing, and like, I've never seen a bil- blue bill there. I've, I don't know anybody that shot one. I've never shot one. You've sh- you have shot one. Yeah, there's uh, that private spot. I, we've shot a lot of blue bills. We get them like one. We get a lot of like. We get a lot of bluebills and ringnecks and once in a while redheads, but they come at like one time. I'm assuming uh, like that Monday when they all show up. Yeah. We've had them out there where it's just like thick. Oh, okay. So I had never seen it. And like as soon as I saw the bill, I was like, no doubt. Sure enough. It was a stud it was Drake bluebill. Like literally it was honestly a shame because he had to clean it up on the water because it's a diver and it's just the way they are. They just, they're impossible to kill sometimes, it seems like. And in the process, he did some damage to its back. Cause, and we were all like, that thing should go on the wall. Yeah. And But there was a pretty good chunk out of the back. I think Brad was pretty sad about it because he, he literally was like, I wanted to put it on the wall. Yeah. He, but, well, he asked me, he's like, you know, is this a wall-worthy bird? And I was like, I think so. The head was perfect. It was really Which, cool looking. I, you know, I've seen pictures of bluebills, but really pictures don't do it justice until you're kind of holding one and you're moving that head around and like the blues and the, <laughs> thanks Zeus. So <laughs> Zeus and Jeremy became best friends when we went out west because I took Zeus with us to stay in the Airbnb because Shay was busy and Zeus decided to sleep with Jeremy and so now they are yeah, Zeus loves best me. best friends. He's all right. <laughs> funny dog but he's been trying to knock down my camera this whole time i don't even know if the camera's still going to be honest but he's been trying to knock down the camera but he like my court set up and he like just barely moves his tail yeah. just in time but yeah so that now, i don't even know i haven't had my glasses off yeah it's long uh, hour 34 let's woo! go it had an hour 35 of memory so we're done at this point on the camera Shoot. it's dead well not Uh-oh. dead the mem- memory's toast yeah so yeah so that catches us up to here. And, of course, we've got a massive cold front coming in at the end of this week. Cool. Uh, Hunter is hunting pheasants cool. all the way through that cold front. Cool. Cool. I am going to try and go duck hunting, but then I immediately leave for deer camp. I, I don't know. I think I'm going to go. I think Saturday I'm going to try. I hope, I hope Jordan. I hope Jordan's, like, good to go, good life outdoors, yeah. man. We had him on a podcast. I hope that he's like he's had a lot of stuff going on at work. I hope he's getting things finished up. I hope we go up north on that Saturday. Oh man, if you got, I bet you guys would wreck him out there. Oh yeah, and yeah. You know what's the, out there? Green heads, spoonies. Oh, spoonie. 
They, they already shot the Spoonies, though, a couple I weeks ago. I have not seen... Oh, I should have. We should have. You know what? I regret that. I'll say it now. Screw that two miles. I should have went for the <laughs> dozen Spoonies. Well, I'm mad about it, too, because I put a hole in one of my sleds. almost lost my gun because of it. Yeah. I didn't talk about that, but... Screw you, Brad. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep him. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> Brad feels like a second choice to Hunter. <laughs> no. No. So we keep joking that we got the A squad and then we got the reserves. <laughs> I, Jeremy, and Brad are the A squad and Drake is the reserves. Sorry, Drake. Uh, it is what it is. You're in the reserves. Yeah. You'll come off the bench once in a while. I don't know. Apparently he wants to go deer hunting instead of duck hunting, so... Reserves. Shoot. Stupid deer hunting. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, you guys keep trying to get me to go deer hunting, and I'm just like, eh. Yeah. 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 Well, good luck to you. Yeah. Shoot an eight by eight for me. <sighs> Nothing smaller than that. I don't know. I don't. Unless you're going to hit it with your truck, which you tried. <sighs> Oh, uh, flashback. My poor truck. Poor truck. Good thing it's not a Ford. It would have fallen apart already. <laughs> Shade thrown. Okay. Now that we rambled on forever. Yeah. Well, I would say for me personally, overall, I've really enjoyed early season. Has it been as successful as in bird count? No. It's probably one of my, like, like lowest harvest years that I've ever had or one of the closest, but in terms of being successful and then just enjoying my experience, mm-hmm. it's probably been a, one of the most enjoyable experiences. I would say the same thing. Like this is the worst early season I've had. And like, uh, see October has always been my favorite month to hunt yep. ducks. And like, actually you were so jealous of me last year cause I was killing it in October. I had, I had a good early October, um, like, I think up until about the third week, we did really well. Yeah. But after that, we could not, I could not find many. I, I don't know. I take that back. Even my, like, late October was pretty good because I hunted out with Jordan a few times. We had a good, but, like, you're, like, last week of October into, like, your first two, two weeks in November, you did really well. Mm. And I, I could not find birds anywhere. Yeah. But this year has definitely been a lot slower. But I agree. Like, some of the experiences I've had, like, it's been slow, but becoming a lot better friends with you, hunting a lot more together, meeting Jared, West Side Jared, eventually East Side Jared. Um, and then Brad. Brad. And actually even Drake. Drake's a funny kid. Kind of, he's kind of goofy, but he's funny. He's all right. So, like, <laughs> the experiences, like, I've had fun almost every day that I've been in the blind. I actually don't know that I can say I haven't had fun in the blind. Um, it's my singing. <sighs> something. It's my singing. I, it's, it is what it is. Just let it be what it is. What is it, what is it you keep singing? Follow your heart. <laughs> no. <laughs> or whatever. Jeez. <laughs> Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. <laughs> Pintails come die for me. Just <laughs> jump out of the sky. Yeah, the day that we Adventure had... Adventure 2. 
<laughs> that day we had those pintails and then we shot those geese uh hunter on repeat just like I, like i wasn't like annoyed to the point where i was like shut up but i was like damn you just listen to your heart it gets stuck in your head and it just is uh, oh we also got that day we hunted out with Jared, where we hauled all the way back in there. We just sat there and just island boy. <laughs> I think it was I think it was Brad that said it at one point. Yeah. And I just it just got so stuck in my head and I just kept sitting there. Island boy. <laughs> oh jeez. So oh boy. Early season's been fun. Um I'm actually excited to see where late season takes us when we all get back from our trips. I think it's, I got some farm ponds that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, and don't get me wrong, over deer season, like I said, I'm taking decoys, and I'm yeah. real close to some of my favorite spots out there. My, my plan is so. a lot of farm pond hunting. Uh, I got grand, or grandparents on a couple that we're looking at hunting. Um at the one the year we you know we've been after or at at the one up north. I think just this year just a reservoir big water kind of hunting. Dry. I know there was one out west we talked about maybe going with Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um I know that I'm probably gonna go out Jared again out yeah. in December when I go back for a Christmas and then I don't know. I mean it'll come down to maybe we'll go into Kansas and the late november because the way the birds are right now yeah we're still in south dakota we're we're stuck in a position we were talking about this this weekend in particular we're stuck we're watching a lot of people shoot birds in south dakota and north dakota still Yep. but all the early birds have passed nebraska kansas is shooting a decent amount of mallards um and they actually have more pintails than i thought they did um in some of the pictures and videos i've been watching the last day or so so we're stuck right in the middle because, again, we didn't have much water this year. And, you know, again, not to beat another dead horse, but the game parts kind of dropped the ball, in my opinion, on the water situation. Well, it's just lack of weather, so you don't have a consistent line of birds. Yeah. You get this trickle, and then when you get the trickle, you get these cold fronts that come through. When the cold fronts come through, and you guys got you get guys that beat up on them for a day or two and mm-hmm. they just continue to move south because, well, there's not much water to hang out or low for anything on pretty much any water source in that area. You're going to get beat up on. And so they don't stick around for very long. They just continue to go south. And I mean, even, I mean, on Zeus, geez, um, making all sorts of noise. Um, the guys up in glacial, like the glacial lakes, were still shooting mm. green wings. Yeah. Which is like northeast South Dakota. So there's a lot of birds to come. So if you guys are struggling, trust us. We're there. Yeah. I've had a few people ask me, like, I mean, where are the birds and where do I think the migration's at? And I think we're a couple of weeks behind. It's October was like, we would have two or three days of cold weather and then it would get really warm. Like, even then, last you know, a week and a half ago, that last weekend of October, um, it was 40 degrees for like four days. Yep. And then it, it's it been 60s for the last week. And then like 
Thursday and Friday of this week, it's supposed to be. Uh, it's supposed like to get down there again. 49 on Thursday and then 40 on Friday yep. with strong winds. And there's going to be a lot of birds that come from that. Yep. Um, But like you said, I think you hit it right because I know I'm probably going to do this. Like before I leave for deer camp, if I can get out, I'm, I'm going to hit the, you know, hit them as they basically come in, which means that they're basically going to pick up and they're going to probably keep going. Um, and find something else but at the same time it'll be well over a, it'll be a week pretty much before i get back to duck hunting yeah me so. too i won't fly back until i think saturday maybe sunday so i'll basically lose ish two weekends i'll probably hunt saturday we'll fly out sunday and then i'll be back either saturday or sunday i can't remember so i'll lose that time frame so mostly then we got thanksgiving i'll yeah. hunt over thanksgiving that's for sure yeah we'll be Around Thanksgiving at that point, and so then you transition to goose season. Let's go. I'm excited for goose season. Yeah, buddy. So, all right, since we've talked about it, let's get off the podcast. <laughs> Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, check out the Hunt Fish 365 and hit subscribe on his YouTube video. Uh, check out the Big Red Hunters uh, listener page, Big Red Hunters podcast. Um, like, a, we'll probably get out a few weeks here, but... I'm going to sit down with uh, Brent Hoover at B. Hoover Custom Calls. Uh, we're going to be giving away a call on that po- after that podcast. So we're going to be posting that on our podcast page. So you're not going to want to miss that. Make sure to follow that page. So appreciate you guys listening. Uh, just thanks for sticking around with us. So all right, guys. Appreciate it. And have a good night.